struggle in itself is not bad. The way that you respond to it is what makes the difference. The fact that you are struggling is not a bad thing because that means that you have responsibility, which I believe you were created to have responsibility. You should rejoice in that. The question is, what type of struggle is it? Well, hey there, if we have not yet met, my name is Alex Judd. I'm the founder of Path for Growth, and this is the Path for Growth podcast. Now, as a business, we exist to help impact-driven leaders step into who they are created to be so that others may benefit and God may be glorified. And this podcast is just another iteration of how that mission comes to life. Now, today we're going to be talking about a challenging topic, but my hope is that we bring some light and life to this challenging topic and also bring some practicality to it. That's because today we're talking about the topic of struggle. And specifically, the way that we're going to organize today's content is we're going to look at four differences between healthy struggle and toxic struggle. Because I've used this example on this podcast before, but there's been so many times where I've been on group Zoom calls with different business leaders, different CEOs, and both have businesses that are growing, that are expanding, their teams are growing, and they're experiencing year-over-year increase, and they're breaking and hitting revenue goals. And one of the business owners that is experiencing this is delighted and content and joyful and relaxed, and one of them is miserable. And side by side, they're experiencing essentially the same thing in different circumstances, but one is content and one is miserable. And so often what I see whenever I see that taking place is that one is engaging in what I view as healthy struggle and therefore healthy growth, and one is engaging in toxic struggle and therefore toxic growth. So that's what we're going to break down today, but here's where this topic became so interesting to me and where I really started to think about this is you've heard me use this quote on here before. It's another Jordan Peterson quote, which I reference him a lot. I know it's just, I'm so enthralled by that guy in this season. But one of the things that he says is that meaning is often found in optimal struggle voluntarily undertaken. Now think about this for a second. He says that meaning is often found in optimal struggle, voluntarily undertaken. So so let's work backwards, voluntarily undertaken. So struggle that we choose to engage with almost always is more meaningful than struggle that is enforced upon us. Now, there is so much leadership gold in the understanding of that reality for your team, right? But we're not going to dive into that today. What I really want to focus on today is that first phrase, optimal struggle. The phrase optimal means to be exactly the right amount. It's not too much. It's not too little. It's optimal struggle. Now, there is a world out there today that will tell you freedom and happiness and goodness and meaning. It's found in the absence of struggle. False. If you believe that's true, go sit on a beach by yourself with a margarita for two months. I guarantee you it won't equate anything to meaning. Now, is margaritas on the beach good for a season? Absolutely. Go enjoy a margarita on the beach. Yes. But it's a horrible lifestyle, and it has nothing to do with this conversation about meaning. So be really careful about who you're looking to as a role model for meeting, because vacation as a method of restoration is great. Vacation as a method of escape from a life of meaning and responsibility is a facade. It's a sham, and we should call it out for what it is and not base our entire life on trying to get there. So what we're looking at today is this topic of optimal struggle. 
And what I've seen so often is that this shows up in the people that I get to work with every single day, and it shows up in my life every single day, is trying to hit just the right amount of struggle without going overboard. So where does this topic of struggle show up? Well, I talk a lot of times to people that operate within a team or that are pursuing their career path, and they're sitting within a team, and there's things that are challenging, there's things that are frustrating, there's things that they're pushing against, maybe there's people that they disagree with, and they're asking the question, okay, is this challenge and discomfort associated with the fact that I'm growing and this is where I'm supposed to be? Or is this challenge and friction associated with the fact that I'm not in the right lane and I need to go do something else with different people? That's a question about toxic struggle versus healthy struggle, because what you're saying, is this struggle a sign that I need to stay here and dig in and get rooted? Or is this struggle a sign that I need to be rooted somewhere else? Struggle in itself is not bad. The way that you respond to it is what makes the difference. I see it show up all the time with business owners, and we talked about this already. So many businesses right now, not every business right now, but so many businesses right now are experiencing just unprecedented growth. I mean, we all know consumer demand is wonky in ways that it's never been before, and it's disproportionately affecting certain industries. And so there's many owners that I work with right now that the biggest thing that they're experiencing right now is success problems. They can't hire fast enough. They've got team members that may be leaving for different jobs or different opportunities. Consumer demand is more than that what they can supply. And they're trying to figure out, okay, how much growth is too much growth? Because although this is all good problems to have, it represents struggle. That is a question about toxic struggle versus healthy struggle. And then we look at the team as a whole, and so often we see that teams get in this position where they are stressed and where they go through seasons where they're just hustling and they're grinding. And everyone on the team says, man, we are running really hard right now. How long can we do this? Is this correct? Should it actually be this hard? Again, it's a question about toxic struggle versus healthy struggle. And so what I would like for us to do today is to lay out four criteria for differentiating what is healthy versus what is toxic. The fact that you are struggling is not a bad thing because that means that you have responsibility, which I believe you were created to have responsibility. You should rejoice in that. The question is, what type of struggle is it? But before we jump into this, let's just highlight three fundamental principles that we should be able to agree upon, because if we can't agree upon these, then this probably isn't the podcast for you. So foundational principle number one, Struggle and meaning are intertwined. I'm going to say it again. Struggle and meaning are often intertwined. We've already discussed this. You don't find meaning on the beach for months with a margarita. You're probably finding convenience. You're probably finding delight for a while. You're probably finding enjoyment. But meaning is always associated with contributing to something bigger than yourself. And anytime you want to contribute for a higher aim than where you currently are for something bigger, grander, and greater than where you currently are, like your community, like your team, like your family, like the people that you work with every single day, if you're going to contribute to that thing, there's going to be friction, which means there's going to be struggle. This is why struggle can be such a beautiful thing because struggle and meaning are often intertwined. Foundational truth number two, there is often value on the other side of struggle. 
I'm going to say it again. There's often value on the other side of struggle. I was thinking about this the other day. I was sitting down with a friend of mine who's a doctor that has obviously been through years of med school. Think for a second about how we value the time of doctors and lawyers, right? These are people that went through intense years, sometimes decades of struggle. And as a result, what do they have the ability to do? Well, they have the ability to charge way more for their time. Why is that the case? Well, part of it is because health insurance is all screwed up and everything associated with that. But also associated with it is they should be able to charge more for their time because they endured seasons of struggle to get there. So there is often value on the other side of struggle. This is related to the topic of delayed gratification. Number three, too much struggle for too long can kill you. So the first two are really related to the fact that struggle can be a really good, healthy, life-giving, meaningful thing. The third one is the danger of toxic struggle because too much struggle for too long can kill you. I mean, many of you noted this to be the case. I can't tell you the number of business owners that I've talked to that literally said their own self-imposed stress level either almost caused them or caused them to have a heart attack. That is incredible evidence of toxic struggle, right? If you don't like that is the clearest possible proof that you've engaged in toxic struggle because it is literally starting to shut your body down and it's causing irreparable damage. And we're going to talk about that more here in just a second. But three foundational truths that are going to serve really as the base layer for what we're walking into. Number one, struggle and meaning are intertwined, inextricably intertwined. Number two, there's often value on the other side of seasons of struggle. This is why it's worth enduring. And then number three, too much struggle for too long and specifically toxic struggle, it can kill you. Okay, so now on that positive note, let's go ahead and jump into the differences. We're going to walk through four differences between healthy struggle and toxic struggle. We'll describe them a little bit, but really what I want you to do is sit down, maybe write these down even, and just ask yourself, okay, the season that I'm in right now, the struggle that I'm in right now, does it align more with what we're talking about with regard to toxic struggle or healthy struggle? And also evaluate your business and your team and your family in this way, because that can be super valuable. So here's the first difference. Healthy struggle hurts, toxic struggle harms. Okay, so inherent in this statement, healthy struggle hurts, toxic struggle harms, is that there's a difference between hurt and between harm. Hurt is temporary. Harm is irreparable. That's what we're looking at here. Think about an example. This is where this really clarified this for me. If we're sitting at mile, let's say 25 on a marathon course, and we're spectating a marathon course together, and we see this man or woman run by and they are just struggling forward. You can tell that they are in excruciating pain, that their legs are about to give out, that they're just really struggling, but they've got a look of just sheer determination on their face and they're just aimed at getting one mile ahead to the finish line. If you've been to a a marathon and, and spectated before, you've seen this before. And we look at that person, what do we think? Well, we think, man, that's awesome. Good for them. A lot of times that's the thing that you just can't help but just cheer them on and root for them because you want so bad to see that person get to the finish line. Why? Well, because they're hurting, but we can look at it and we say, that hurts okay because that hurt is temporary. That finish line, if they get to it, that's going to be something that's going to 
stick with them for the rest of their life. And we admire the person that can endure through that hurt to get to the finish line. Now let's think of a different example. Say we're at mile 25 and we see someone and there's doctors around them and they're plowing forward, barely even moving. And and someone tells you, oh, it's because their organs are starting to shut down. Their organs are starting to shut down, which in some endurance events that can actually happen. And you look at that person and they're just, they're still trying to move forward. They're still trying to get to that finish line. And meanwhile, you know, man, this person that's sitting here, they have a wife, they have kids, they have people that depend on them, but they're trying to get to that finish line. Do we look at that person and say, man, I just really admire that guy. They're ignoring medical attention because they want so bad to get to the finish line. No. We don't look at them that way. Why? Because they're engaging in something that is harmful to them. This is not hurt. This is harm. It's causing irreparable damage. Well, maybe you've been in this season with your business. Maybe you've seen people who've been in this season. Maybe you're in this season right now where you're struggling towards an outcome or towards a finish line so hard that you are causing irreparable damage to your health, to your well-being, to your soul, and to your family. Toxic struggle. It's not just hurt, it's harm. And you've got to do the same thing that you would tell that guy in the marathon to do, whose organs are literally shutting down. You'd say, man, you need to stop and you need to get help because this has gone way too far. This is the difference between self-improvement and selfish improvement. I want so bad for you, your business, your team, your leadership to grow. And I know for a fact that if you're going to grow, it's going to cause outrageous struggle. But the minute that struggle starts causing irreparable damage that cannot be repaired to you and the things that matter most to you, you're running the wrong race and you got to slow down. You got to stop doing that. We've got to find a way to get back on course and to get healthy again. Because there's a difference between healthy struggle and toxic struggle. Healthy struggle hurts, toxic struggle harms. Okay, let's move on to difference number two. Healthy struggle aligns with stated values. Toxic struggle compromises stated values. I've been in seasons where I operate from this posture sometimes where I tell people, man, if I could just do what I tell other people to do, or if I could just do what I said, or man, I just like, that is a priority for me. I just can't acknowledge it or focus on it right now. What I am saying there is I am saying I have stated values. I'm just choosing for this season to not live in alignment with them. Let's think for a second about how unhealthy that is. Like that is a person that is incredibly uncentered, incredibly scattered, and incredibly disoriented. And what does that cause? That causes perpetual dissonance. And so here's another sign. If you are feeling outrageously tired all the time and confronted by perpetual dissonance every time you leave the house to go to work, toxic struggle. It's toxic. There's people a lot of times that say, man, I prioritize family, but their calendar does not look like they prioritize family at all. They are compromising their stated values. Do I believe that they don't value their family? Absolutely not. What I believe is that God on this hamster wheel that is taking them away from the thing that they actually value. And they just keep going on it because they think it's the right thing to do. Don't fall for that lie. Prolonged seasons of struggle that have caused you to compromise values that you hold are toxic. 
And so a powerful thing to do often in the presence of other people is to state your values, state your priorities, and then honestly say, am I living in alignment with these things? Now, here's what I would tell you. There's a difference between perfection and commitment. I, I am never going to advocate that you pursue a standard of perfection for yourself because that's leaving one form of bondage for another form of bondage. That's not helpful. What I am asking you for and what I am advocating for is a standard of commitment that I'm going to acknowledge my values. I'm going to live in awareness of those values. And then I am going to consistently and regularly evaluate are my actions, is my time, is my money, is my energy aligning with those stated values? Because there's a word for what that is. It's healthy struggle. So it's okay that your business is busy. I mean, that's what a blessing. It's okay that you're experiencing exponential growth right now. What a blessing. It's, it's a great thing that you're adding more team members. It's a great thing that you're hitting revenue goals and exceeding them. The question that I would ask you, is it coming at the cost of the things that matter most to you? Because it doesn't have to. You can hit the revenue goals. You can grow your team. You can expand your business. And you can simultaneously preserve a level of richness in the things that matter most where you get to the end and you say, man, that was simultaneously successful and fulfilling. Is it way more difficult to follow that path? Absolutely. Is it way more challenging and does it typically take longer? Absolutely. Is it way more worth it? Absolutely. Healthy struggle aligns with stated values. Toxic struggle compromises stated values. Okay, two more. Healthy struggle is rooted in who am I becoming? This is a powerful thing because that's a statement about your character. Toxic struggle is rooted in how am I appearing? This is a big one. Healthy struggle is rooted in who is the person, who is the man, who is the woman, who is the leader, what is the business that we are becoming? Toxic struggle is focused on how am I appearing? Here's the deal. When I engage in struggle, when I'm operating from a posture of health, here's what I think about. Man, God is currently molding me into a leader that can rejoice in hardship. When our organization experiences struggle and experiences difficulty, what do we say? Well, we say we are becoming an organization that can better serve others because we're learning about the marketplace right now. We're learning about our own limitations and we're living in alignment with our values and it's pressing us and we're growing. It's like going to the gym and experiencing resistance. What can we say? We're saying our business is becoming more responsible, more reliable, and more equipped. But too often we abandon those worthwhile aspirations of becoming a leader that can rejoice in hardship, of becoming an organization that can better serve others, of becoming a business that is more responsible, reliable, and equipped. We abandon those aspirations and we focus on essentially, I just need to appear busy. I need, and, and the reason why we say I need to appear busy is because I need to appear important. Instead of being rooted internally in what I'm becoming, we're rooting it in external appearance and expectation. Toxic struggle. When we start thinking more about how does this look to others? Do we look like we're growing? Do we look like we're successful? Do we look like we're expanding? Listen to me for a second. Maybe it's time to stop worrying about looking successful. Maybe it's time to start focusing on being successful. 
If your mind is perpetually engaged with how will this look to the outside world? Does it look like we're growing? Does it look like we're expanding? Does it look like we're moving forward? Do we appear like we've got it all together? That is toxic struggle and it's going to crush you because it's not sustainable. Here's the deal. There's a lot of things about Path for Growth right now that like we're building in public and it's just like, man, we've got a lot of work to do on this. We are proud of what we're creating. We're proud of what we're producing. We're proud of the way that we're serving people. And at the same time, we know it can be way, way better than what it currently is. We are serving people well, but it can be way better than what it currently is. And it's a struggle to make it the best that it can possibly be. Well, that feels healthy to me because I can sit there and I'm not worried about looking impressive to you. I don't care if you think that I look impressive. That's not my priority because my standard is a standard of commitment. Am I doing my best to serve people? Am I constantly growing and investing in the things that matter most every single day? And are we chasing a worthwhile aspiration or goal? And is the reason why actually worth it? If I can say yes to those things, I I honestly really don't care what you think. And I'm not saying that in a mean way. I'm saying that I'm better equipped to serve you whenever I stop worrying about what you think about me. I want that for you. I want that for your life. I want that for your leadership. I want that for your business. Healthy struggle is rooted in who am I becoming? What's the team that we're becoming? What's the business that we're becoming? Toxic struggle is how are we appearing? Okay, we've gone through three. Healthy struggle hurts, toxic struggle harms. Healthy struggle aligns with stated values, toxic struggle compromises stated values. Healthy struggle is rooted in who am I becoming, toxic struggle is rooted in how am I appearing. Now let's move to number four. Healthy struggle can be enjoyed and embraced, toxic struggle can't. A lot of times with this topic, I think about endurance sports just because I love them so much, but also just because there's so many lessons that come from that are obviously so applicable to this. I'll never forget. It was my first Ironman, which an Ironman is 140.6 miles. It's a 2.4 mile swim, 112 mile bike, and then a 26.2 mile run uh, for fun. And we should come back to that though, because that's actually really important. The for fun part is actually really important. But it was in the marathon of my first Ironman that I ever did that, I mean, I I hit the point where it starts to suck, right? And it just, it really started to suck. And it was like, man, I just, you start to think, I I don't really want to be here. Like, this is just so hard. And just your legs don't want to move. Your mind is just constantly arguing with yourself. You're just, I mean, just absolutely constantly debating about whether or not I can keep going or can I keep running or do I need to stop and walk? But you know that whenever you're running, you never only walk once. And so the minute you walk once, you are surrendering to walking, moving forward. And so it's just this outrageous sense of struggle. And it's in that moment that I started to realize something. I just said, well, I've read a lot about the science of smiling. So what if I just started smiling and I probably look like a lunatic because I was like, I'm just going to run. I'm miserable right now, but I'm going to smile. And it was in the process of smiling that other people started smiling back at me. I was like, well, that's really interesting. And because they were smiling back at me, I had a little bit more pep in my step. And they started cheering more because I had more pep in my step. And then I started saying, well, where else would I rather be? 
I literally paid money to be right here. I didn't pay money to do the Iron Man because it's easy. I paid the money for this exact moment right here because meaning and struggle are always intertwined. And it was in that moment that I actually started running faster. You got into business for this exact moment. You did not get into business because you said this is just going to be way easier than having an eight to five job every day. Oh, you said it's going to have way more freedom. It's going to be way more life giving. It's going to be way more meaningful. There's going to be a way higher ceiling for me. You got into business or you got into leadership because you knew of all of the opportunity and you also knew it was going to be outrageously hard because there is always value on the other side of what there's value on the other side of struggle. You signed up for the struggle. So start enjoying it. And here's the deal. If you can't find a way to love it, if you can't find a way to smile, if you can't find a way to laugh, if you can't find a way to enjoy it, if you can't find a way in this season right now, not because it's easy, but because it's meaningful, if you can't find that way, stop. Why are you doing this? It's toxic struggle. Now, I'm not telling you to run around with a smile plastered on your face all the time, living in delusional positivity. You know I'm not about that. But what I am telling you is you don't have to be happy all the time, but let's strive for a way to be content and joyful all the time. Because otherwise, why are we doing this? Now, that statement, find a way to love it, there's a lot woven into that because there's a lot of times where sometimes I can get down or I can get in this weird mental headspace. And sometimes even before a podcast, I'll be like, oh, that's just a lot of work. I don't want to do that right now, which I mean, that may be hard for you to believe, but I feel that sometimes. And what I have to step back is I have to say, what, well, like, do, would I rather do something else? Because the last time I checked, I love this stuff. And what I have to tell myself is I love this stuff. I love what I do. I love what I do. I love what I do. And then I re-engage and I show up and I say, yeah, what? Like, I love this. What else would I be doing right now? What else could I possibly be doing right now? And so you have to ask yourself this, find a way to love it. That meeting that you have this morning, that person that you have the difficult conversation with later today, the customer that you're dealing with, the the staff meeting that you're leading, the projects that you're going to be working on, the busyness that you're experiencing in this season, the fact that you're having to come face to face with your own limitations as a leader, find a way to love it. And if you truly resolve to do that and you just find there is no way where you can be content and you can be joyful and you can actually smile and you can laugh and you can have life, you got to find something else to do. You have to because you do not find fulfillment by compounding misery. And I say it again, you do not find fulfillment by compounding misery. Healthy struggle can be enjoyed and embraced. Toxic struggle can't. If you couldn't tell, I'm super passionate about this topic. That's why we've gone a little bit long. And I was thinking about how to end this. And instead of just doing a little bit ad hoc rant to end it, I just wanted to read you something that I wrote to you because I wanted to get these words right. So here's what I wrote. If you are struggling right now, I want you to hear this. Struggle is often intertwined with meaning. The fact that you are facing friction means that you are choosing to engage in the world. And here's the deal. If that's you, I am your biggest fan. We at Path for Growth, we are your biggest fans. We are rooting for you. We want to see you win, but not just in the future, someday distant from now. We want to see you win today. 
And that's why it's so important that I tell you this next part. If you are struggling in such a way right now that you are harming yourself and the people you care about, that you are compromising your stated values, and that you are more obsessed with your image to the outside world than you are with your internal character, you are engaging in toxic struggle. And that does not end well because it is evidenced by the fact that you have an inability to enjoy today. It matters so much to me because today is all you've got. Today is all we've got. So what would it look like to be a person that, yes, faces struggle, but does it with a spirit of contentment? Not because it's easy, but because it's meaningful. And because we're surrounded by people and relationships that we love and because we're contributing to others a service and value that actually matters, not because we're on some beach with a margarita, but because this work is doing something that positively contributes to the lives of others and points them to something so much bigger, so much grander and so much greater than just their day to day struggle. So yes, there's value for you on the other side of your struggle, but I would also tell you that there's value for others on the side of your struggle. And that's what we mean whenever we say there's a difference between self-improvement and selfish improvement. We mean that if you are struggling because, yes, you're going to grow, but also because you're going to be more equipped to serve and add value and pour into the lives of others— Well, that's a pretty strong motive to help you make sure that you can do this for the long haul. And toxic struggle doesn't last a very long time. It's not sustainable. You'll end up burned out or worse, you'll end up in the hospital. So if you are someone that is engaging in toxic struggle right now, I've got a few actions. There's four of them that I just hope you'll take really seriously and actually try to apply yourself to them. Number one is own it. We teach this all the time. You will never fix what you refuse to see. So if this is you, it is possible for you to listen to this podcast and be living in this season and maybe have it strike you that, man, that's me. But then in the process of striking you, you just go on and you continue the way that you've been going. And I just believe in that idea that you will either be humble or you will be humbled. And I think that the world will humble you eventually, but it's so much healthier for us to humble ourselves and say, man, the path that I am currently walking on is not right. And when we own it, we take a U-turn. Sometimes the most efficient and effective thing you can do is turn around, especially if you're going in the wrong direction. So number one is own it. Number two is tell someone you trust. Because growth occurs in discomfort. So I know that's going to be uncomfortable for you to say, man, I I just, I think I'm engaging in toxic struggle right now. I think some of the path that I'm walking right now with regard to my priorities, with regard to my schedule, with regard to the way that I'm building my business or growing myself, I think that it's not healthy because I'm all torn up inside. I think it's toxic. That's going to be uncomfortable for you. But maybe because it's uncomfortable, that's the exact area that you are being called to grow. But growth never occurs in isolation. So find someone you trust. Maybe it's a friend. Maybe it's a peer. Maybe it's a coach. Maybe it's a mentor. Maybe it's a pastor. Maybe it's a family member. But find someone you trust and tell them about it. And maybe send them this episode, right? And just ask them, hey, listen to this because I identify with a lot of the areas that represent toxic struggle. So one, own it. Two, tell someone about it. Number three, have the faith necessary to do less 
in pursuit of being someone that is healthy and able to serve others over the long haul. That's our goal. I want you to be healthy and I want you to be able to serve others over the long haul. So any thought process in the back of your head that said, this is selfish, this feels like it's too self-centered, shut up. That is not a helpful voice because what we're focusing on here, what our motive is here, is we want you to be able to serve people well and we want you to be able to do it for a really long time. And toxic struggle never creates that desired outcome. So have the faith necessary to do less in pursuit of being someone that is healthy and able to serve over the long haul. And then the final one, number four, resolve, resolve to find a way to love your days. Don't spend all your time working to create a future that you will one day love. Spend all your time loving right now. And don't be surprised whenever your commitment to loving and contributing and serving right now also results in you loving tomorrow and the day after that and next year. Do the right thing and be content and fall in love with today. The final thing that I'm going to tell you before we close out is that anytime we talk about that topic of contentment, if you had talked to me a couple of years ago about that topic, I would have gotten a little bit wound up inside and a little bit stressed out because the word contentment feels strangely to me like the word complacent. And I would worry that, man, if I become content with today, does that mean I also become complacent today? And I would be worried about becoming complacent today. Here's what I'm going to tell you. If that is you, that voice, whatever it is that is telling you that you can't be content because that will cause you to be complacent, that voice is a liar and it is not helpful to you and it's really not helpful to the people that you are trying to serve and do life with. Because what is contentment? Contentment is simply the ability to find joyful satisfaction, value, and presence in the moment that you've been given. That feels nothing to me like complacency. Because you can be simultaneously content and outrageously active and committed and ambitious and goal-oriented at the same time. It's possible. It's just outrageously rare. Be that type of person for yourself, but more than that, be that type of person for other people. Y'all, this is such a joy to get to do this with you. Thank you for listening to this if you've made it this far with me. And I want to let you know this is a topic that, if you can't tell, I'm learning a lot about it right now. I'm just speaking out of the playbook of my personal experience in this season building this business and the things that I'm working on in my own personal life and personal growth right now. And a lot of it is surrounding that topic of contentment. So here's what I always tell you now is that we do this weekly email called Worth It Wednesday because most emails aren't worth it. And every... Wednesday, I write a principle that's worth learning. And I guarantee you some of the ones coming up are going to be about this topic of contentment and about struggling and growing in a way that's actually meaningful. And so if you want to get on that email list, we share a principle worth learning, a question worth answering, and then a recommendation worth taking. And we've been sending out some salsa recommendations lately, which y'all have absolutely loved. So we've seen your click rates and you click a lot of the salsa recommendations, which is just awesome. So if you want to sign up for that, we're going to put the link to Worth It Wednesday in the show notes of this episode. Y'all, I'm so grateful for you. And I want to encourage you, struggle, just struggle well. Struggle in such a way that it results in other people getting served. Because we're rooting for you. We want to see you win, not just someday, but today. Remember, my strength is not for me. Your strength is not for you. Our strength 
is for service. Let's go, let's go, let's go.